the weekend at Berkman's show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. <laughs> Welcome to 2023. You made it. Already halfway Boy. through January. Can you believe mm-hmm. it? Wow. 124th. <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. 124th of the way through. I hope I hope you all are making making the most of it. Do you yeah. do you know uh, the uh, the Chinese uh, animal for this year by chance? Last year was the tiger. Rat. No, the rat is actually my apparently not the 1984. Mm. I so I'm a rat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this year's not the rat. It's the uh, it's the rabbit. Hmm. So I. I was was not aware of that. I'll have to look up. Look if if you haven't looked it up, look up uh, what your I don't know the the animal in the year that you were born is. I I read my short description. It it really wasn't indicative of of me. So, but uh, mm. take a look. I, and I don't. I'll have to look at the rabbit too to see uh, what's going on this year. I did do a quick Google. Um, for the year of the rat and eminent personalities, Charles the Third, mm-hmm. I guess, is the current uh, King of England. I hope I don't end up with fingers like that. I won't be able to get this ring off. Horses um, <laughs> getting real large. Yeah, um, but no, uh, we we uh, had. I think we our last time we met was uh, just before the end of the new year. Uh, before I was going to get married. And so obviously a lot's transpired since then. Uh, Mark and Stephen both traveled to the DFW area for for my wedding on New Year's. And then um, shortly thereafter, I started my uh, first honeymoon in Switzerland. So uh, it's been a little while, maybe a little rusty here, but uh, looking forward to getting into all sorts of things as part of this episode. Um I did, uh, you know, I obviously have had plenty of time to reflect, um, given, given the honeymoon travel time now that we're part way through January. So I, um, I was very, very pleased, very lucky with the wedding. We were doing an outdoor part that was right at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, at sunset. And so I've been, been tracking the weather pretty closely and we, I, you know, I'd say we got, we got really lucky. Um, we had a we had a nice sunset. There was basically you know basically no wind. Um, temperature really wasn't winter like, if you will. Um, although I I don't know if I'd say it's been seasonably warm here, but last year we we really didn't get into cold temperatures until February uh, in the DFW area, and we had mm. snow and other things then. So uh, all in all, uh, very pleased with um, with the venue. And um, and the fireworks show that we had at ten, I thought that was um, I thought that was nice too. But uh, I'm I'm interested. I'm not going to ask for highlight low light because I don't I don't want to go that far. But <laughs> no oh, low lights. Come on. No low lights. Yeah, no yeah. low lights. But I just interested on your on your thoughts. I I'll kind of round it out once you all maybe have a thing or two to say. Um, but interested on your kind of thoughts or what you know now that we're I've been married for two weeks going strong so now that we're we're two weeks in just curious uh kind of what what sticks in your mind 
for now. And then, you know, as Mark says, I don't think he, I don't think you remember anything from your wedding. So mm. might as well get something on the podcast here so I can at least remember it, even yes. though uh, probably won't remember anything in a, in a year or 10. I mean, as I like to say, uh, you know, you don't, you don't get to 20 years unless you get to two weeks. So Mike, uh, <laughs> congratulations. You, you're, you're well on your way. And they, I, I don't remember cell phones being a thing back when I got married. So like I, the, the digitization of the memories and the, the, the moments was not really a big thing. Um, but this isn't about me. It's about you. Uh, you're right. There were no low lights uh, your, at your wedding other than it ended. Uh, and it was, it was a great celebration. Lots of fun. Gotten to see people that hadn't seen in a while and catch up and your family uh, have blocked have a place in my heart. Uh, I really enjoyed getting to mm. see them and chat with them and uh, introduce Kimberly to a few folks that she hadn't gotten to meet on your side. Uh, Kimberly's my wife and just really excited for you and Mary. So I got, it was it was a great weekend, uh, one that I'd circled uh, as soon as the invitation made it to my house. So we were we were excited and pumped to get to, to hang out with you guys. My highlight, it was just the whole weekend. Everything about it was great. From beginning to end, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. I appreciate that, and I, yeah. I like I said, I'd ask for advice or <clears throat> what you do differently. But it's I think it's one of those things where it's like once it's over, it's like doesn't matter. I, I don't know. I don't know who yeah. gets divorced and wants to do it all over again. But uh, it was it was nice, but it was a lot of work. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> happy I mean, to not yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, I, I hope. I hope you never, uh, and not just hope, I, I hope none of us ever have to experience that again. Uh, and I mean that with love. Uh, our own weddings, Stephen. I don't want to ever, ever have to go to another wedding for either of you guys ever again. Period. Because I like the first yeah. lady that you chose. Deal. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it's like you spend, I don't know, a year getting ready for it and then you get by it and then you're like, now nah, I got all this time. So I guess the next natural progression is a child, which is then uh, now yep. I've got 18 to 22 years where I don't have any say in where my time goes. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm like, gosh, what was I doing with all my time? So, yeah. Yes. Uh, cherish, cherish that time because uh, it will be a fleeting thing that uh, you'll never uh, quite understand where it all went. And you're like, what did I do with all that time pre-kid? And if you ever want to try it out, Mike, uh, we do rent ours out where we pay you actually to take them for two, four, six-week increments. Uh, and the two-weekers have sold out, so we are now up to a month, month and a half. So let me know when you want them. We'll pay you. They'll come stay. It's it's the least we can do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steven? Um. Like I said before, zero low light. Um, I think one of the biggest things you hit on is you could not have asked for better weather. I know only the outside portion was very short at the beginning for the actual ceremony itself. But like you said, I mean, early January, late December can be can be dicey. I mean, it can be in the 30s uh, like it was mm -hmm. the Saturday before, um, <laughs> or it can be in the 80s. And I think you got it just perfect. It was great weather. Um but the food was fantastic. Mike, I know huh. you did not get to uh, – you or Mary did not get to touch Man. your plate. But I will say it was fantastic. So uh, eight, eight enough for you. And the other thing that I'll say, which were uh, chef's kisses, were the touch of the donuts coming out. That mm -hmm. was phenomenal. And 
that coffee cart yeah. was oh, yeah. um i actually asked him i'm like hey so do y'all have a storefront where can i buy the beans like where are you at mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna write them i still i told him i would and i haven't yet but i'll be writing them a review online uh because uh i think i had i had two of them and kelly had at least one so they were <laughs> it was fantastic so that those were just the nice little ads on okay. top little cherries on top extra unnecessary but were fantastic Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, given that it was a New Year's Eve wedding um, and asking, not asking, but maybe encouraging folks to stay to the end, that was, I think that was the least we could do was try to give some caffeine to get people to the end. I talked talk to, you know, a handful of other people since then, and they were like, yeah, when it hit 10 or 1030 and folks are thinking we still got to go another couple hours, I think it was pretty daunting for people. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, um, was really and and like you said, Mark, you know, at, at this point we've got the photographer we're waiting on the videographer we're waiting on the phone recording thing. It's like, you know, it's like the whole thing's going to be documented, um, compared to maybe 15, 20 years ago. Um, so so I'm looking forward to kind of kind of recapping and thinking thinking about that. But I was, you know, determined to stay in the moment, everything else, and even eat. And it was like within... you didn't eat because I had I was I was you know I was watching your back as was you know other other friends of ours here the old whole night and they came out and said should we put their pl- food away? I was like, how about you just keep it warm for them? I'm sure they're going to want to eat it later. You didn't eat anything. I'm a little worried about and- you. I think I had like a couple bites of salad and then Mary yeah. was like, it's time to go mm-hmm. talk to the tables. And from then uh, it was just, it was like, a, mm-hmm. it was like a game of pinball. Um, I hope you snuck some olives that, so. or something from the charcut, but I don't know. We tried to stuff nah. some things in your gullet, but I don't know if, it, if anything went in. Yeah, pro- yeah, probably just drinks, but um, mm-hmm. so anyway, uh, pretty, uh, pretty satisfied. Don't think of really would have changed anything, but um I don't know what is what is this maneuver. I see Stevens raised his hand in the Zoom, and I don't. I feel like I'm yeah, in I, or something. I I don't want to butt in. I wanted you oh, to okay. finish. So yeah. <laughs> oh, we're using a, we're using I, that I thought, this year. We're okay. using the emoticon. I'm trying to the, help uh, avoid, reactions. Yeah, I'm just trying to help avoid uh, you know crosstalk. Oh, you know. Okay. And okay. this is what I do in my work meetings, and so I just I'd see this as an extension <laughs> of my work meeting. Nice. Okay, I'm giving okay. you the okay. Well, okay. So what you mentioned the telephone. I also want to say um, that uh, there's definitely going to be some some drunk um, oh, messages yeah. on there. So I'm oh, really no. excited for y'all. I know that I know. one of mine got a little haywire. Um, oh no! But I heard <laughs> others. I could hear others talking into it and heard mm. what they were saying. And yeah, the, I, I'm super excited for y'all. And I think sit down with with some bottle of wine or something like that because I think it's gonna yeah. be pretty funny. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say, which I failed to mention before, is y'all's vows were truly fantastic. So oh, I yeah. just want to highlight that. That I mean, they uh, definitely got some dust uh, with a lot of people. So um, yeah, that, that was really nice. I mean, um, shows what y'all mean to each other. Something was awesome. Right. I appreciate that. We all, something else that was funny. I guess somebody picked out a um, a card that was actually rather lewd 
um, and and did mm. not uh, yes did not sign a name on it. So Mary and I are thinking of regifting <laughs> that at a at a future wedding. What? Um, drop dropping that one in the card box. Um, wow. Was, I'll show it. I'll send you. Send I'm gonna need a picture. picture. Please yeah. do. Don't look at like it. Like it was when the attached kids are to a gift. Or no, mm, it was just no. a card. It was just a card okay. in there. We're gonna. Right. I'm gonna get the uh, forensics team on yeah. it. See if we can analyze it. <laughs> CSI yeah. fingerprint. Yeah. 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 Let's get some people on this. Um. But and then so immediately thereafter went to uh, Switzerland for our honeymoon, which was actually a pretty clutch move. We were debating whether or not to go right after. And I know there are different camps as to whether you provided some time, but given that it was the holidays, some, some family was lingering and, mm-hmm. you know, there was also, we could have gone right back into the chores of returning things and picking up things. But instead we got a chance to sort of sever all that, leave the country um, head over to Switzerland. It was, uh, you know, I I didn't really know what to expect. I'd been to to Munich. It's probably the closest I, I'd been to the area. Maybe France. Um, didn't really know what to expect. It's an extremely mountainous country. Um, the the Swiss Alps, I'd say, dominate the um, the countryside. We went for all the way from Geneva to Zurich, and it was mm. pretty much all mountains from there. Uh, one of the things my uh, now wife was very enthralled with was all the train action. So it's like uh-huh. trains all the way across the country. She just, she's infatuated with that, right? It's like here in the, in the U S it's everyone has a car unless you live in a major city that happens to have some sort of public transportation. But over there, the trains, I mean, they, um, I think there's a saying about running like a German train schedule or something to that effect, <laughs> but, uh, it's, um, yeah, it, it can be cool. And there were a couple of trains that were actually like, they had like panoramic windows and went through the mountains, sort of like, uh, you know, one of the Bourne movies um, or something to that effect. Mm. But um, I, I would say the, you know, I would say the highlight was was probably um, headed to a town called Zermatt, which, mm-hmm. which was basically sort of at the base of the Matterhorn. And so that was, that was pretty amazing. Got a chance to do a little bit of skiing there. Um, stay in an igloo, take a train up, up to, up to by the Matterhorn. Um, that, that one I'd say was, was probably the highlight. I also really enjoyed Zurich. Um, I, I felt like there, it was an interesting mix of sort of what you think about with the, you know, the, the Swiss banks and, you know, the, the worst car there was probably your, you know, your BMW and, uh, also a mix like in the central town of of some me- medieval landscape, just amazing architecture uh, all the way throughout. The uh, you know the low light, I guess. I uh, as you get older, kind of enjoy like some of the creature comforts. So just it, it was fun to ride on all the trains, but it's also fun to be home and just be able mm-hmm. to kind of jet wherever you need to go um, in in a car and not be living out of a suitcase but that you know that's that's fine in terms of getting a chance to experience it um the highlight low light is probably like the the cuisine um Mm. i would say like fondue not something Mm. i had a lot of i think there's like a fondue factory or something in houston (laughs) i'm not sure i actually ever made my way over there but like we had a chance to go to the town of gruyere and have fondue and it's like the fondue was amazing 
and you, you know you have it with pieces of bread or you know potatoes pickles salami whatever but it's like about the third or fourth time you're like okay i'm you know i'm just i'm ready for a salad <laughs> yes um, and so i need something green <laughs> yeah yes. um so oh, yeah. that that was it just i i think at one point i contemplated or i was talking to mary and i was just like you know we have the like in the in the u.s i mean even in place like i'm at in the burbs just the variety of food and good food is is pretty amazing so um that was that was probably it but definitely a recommend uh, have either of you been to switzerland before i have i've been gotten been lucky to have gone twice uh been through mm. zurich been through zurich okay. both times really spent the most time there in lucerne um okay. very very pretty it's uh i forget the name of the uh, big mountain, but then it did, did a cog all the way up to the top of a peak there. But yeah, it's beautiful. And for me, like you said, Mike, the thing that I loved the most, probably like sounds like uh, your your better half did too, was the trains. I mean, just the trains going through the the countryside, seeing these mountains. I mean, stuff that you know when you're in these cities is beautiful. But I I really think the trains is the best way to really explore Europe. One, it's it's cost effective. And it's fast, but I also think for the scenery that you see is just unbelievable. And Kelly's helped me out here. It is Mount Pilatus. So did a cog hmm. cog train uh, all the way up uh, Pilatus. Uh, but yeah, Something really I, love it. Pretty pretty country. I you know I was pretty stoked to to get a rental car, um, but that's not something that we opted for. Um, I think you know Mary didn't want to die within. <clears throat> you know, a week of being mm. married. <laughs> um, but, you know, something I didn't really, I didn't know was that the majority of Europe is right-hand drive. Did you all know? I, ju- I thought the majority was left-hand. No, I think, uh, yeah, and I, I, I always thought that too. But I think it's like we, I, I think what screwed me up is like seeing James Bond, you know, because again, England is left hand, <laughs> and I think you see a lot of car action stuff, so you just assume Europe is like that everywhere. Mm. But and like like you said, Mike, it's actually a lot more right hand drive than than some places. But I think for me, what screwed me up the first time, I just think James Bond just encompasses all of Europe, and really, yeah. it's just. England and a few other countries that mm-hmm. I think really it, that yeah, way. it might just be the it might just be Great Britain and Ireland and, and which I which I I didn't know so I I assumed that well I'm you know we're not gonna rent a car because I'll be driving on the wrong side of the road but that wouldn't have even been the case so then it would have just been roundabouts and whatever mm-hmm. else but yes yeah, so I'll, I'll end with Switzerland is such an interesting place because like we started in Geneva which they speak French. And then we moved to up by Zermatt and Zurich, and it's German, and mm-hmm. everybody speaks English. And then there's there's some other language, so it's like um, I don't know. It's just interesting to be in one country and transition to where it felt like one was France and one was one was Germany. But um, yeah, they're not they're not part of the European Union either. So that uh, neutrality yep. holds like it has throughout history. So. Um, and it's interesting yeah. they take three currencies. They take the Swiss franc, mm. the the euro, and the what's the? There's another. They take three currencies. So it's kind of a, um, yeah, the Swiss franc, the, the euro, and something yeah. else. They take another. Currency, Probably the I'm dollar. Mistaken. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm refreshed. I feel I'm sure you've both seen Office Space, and uh, if you recall, the uh, the main character goes in, <laughs> and um, has some hypnosis that's done, and and lives in the hi hypnosis for some time. And so I think I'm going to try and keep that, just that relaxation and keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. Front yeah, of mind, Front worry of free mind. Uh, mm -hmm. for as long as I, possible. I love I love that mindset for you, Mike. But knowing you, I don't think that lasts long because work yeah. work wears on you so please keep that mindset as long as okay. possible i, I encourage okay. you all right um well we'll end this before we get into some of the standard topics any resolutions that you all have come up with for the year i'm not a big resolutions guy um but i have committed to uh kimberly my wife that i will take my lunch to work more often Ooh, it's just you know it gets yeah i don't know I, it just probably i don't need to eat the same turkey sandwich every day so i'm gonna take some leftovers and that kind of stuff to i don't know so uh you know i've, I've got my lunch packed for tomorrow i feel like i'm going to school so uh that's kind of nice kind of wow. fun yeah proud of you mark but no no resolutions you know i i figured i'd, I'd do stuff anyway you know so nothing nothing that crazy is that more for the uh, for the checkbook or for the ticker? I know you way. I knew you. Twenty twenty two was Wagyu for you. Yeah. I, I, no. I mean, maybe maybe a little bit of both, but it's just more of a you know. It it just I always would go grab a sandwich and a bag of chips, and I always told myself, man, maybe maybe I should just some of this chicken or the stuff that we had at house at the house was healthier. Maybe a little bit of the budget, you know, not spend so much on fast food, but it was more of a. I just need to take my lunch, you know, a couple times a week to, I don't know, be healthier and yeah. maybe spend a little less on crap. I, I hope it's short lived because I, I feel like you're moving and shaking <laughs> at lunch. And uh, if you're having to warm it up, you're going to lose out on some, some hey, lunch deals. So. Hold on a second. I got to hit the, hit the microwave station. No, uh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> what about, what about you, Stephen? Do you have any resolutions? Um, well, I'll just say, Mark, just make sure you don't bring tuna because the people oh, that man, bring tuna no. the office See, are I, the worst, no. worst office people. I will not bring so fish. Please don't. Nope, I won't do any of that crap. Nope. Okay. Um, similar to Mark, I really don't do resolutions. I mean, Jeez. you know, yeah. uh, again, the, the, the fourth quarter always, uh, you know, like our creatures around us, you know, you pack on a little extra weight, you know, whoa, you know, whoa, you know got that uh, Nebraska sweater going on. So, you know, just continue to, um, you know, exercise, you know, at least five days a week. Um, wow. Sticking to that. Um, uh, but, yeah, I really don't do resolutions because, I, I, again, I feel like, again, they're short-lived, and I think it's more like lifestyle changes. So just continuing on doing what I've been doing. And, and uh, yeah, but really for me, it's just continuing to focus on exercise and continue to eat right. But. Yeah, nothing, nothing specific, technically. Okay, well, I yeah, I'm gonna keep the uh, I'm gonna try and keep the low stress kind of low worry uh -huh. mindset. I'm, I, my slogan's gonna be regret free in 23. So I'm feel, <laughs> feeling pretty good about that. Maybe I'll put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll start a podcast. Uh, oh, you remember? You remember wow. when our first podcast was? Any any idea? You said when it was or what it was? When? Uh, March. It was April? the end of April. 
Yeah, so April. Him, I was going to say, I knew it was April. Here, yeah. 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 Episode right. 27. We're in uh, number 27, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So this week in golf, we're um, into, well, we're into our first elevated event for the year. Um, we've had a, uh, had a couple tournaments already, two in Hawaii. I can't remember if it's always been two. I feel like it's been at least two. Maybe they had done more but uh we had the mm. tournament of champions and then uh whatever the one at um Wiley is the sony open just yeah, sony, sony that one just finished yeah, as well finished mm-hmm. so um quick uh sponsorship opportunity again more i'll give you a quick download on morikawa um he mm. so he ended up collapsing at the uh tournament Man. of champions actually had a uh a six shot lead which, mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, a, a six-shot lead being blown has been done before. Done before. Um, one I thought was most notable was, of course, Normie in the '96 mm-hmm. uh, Masters. Um, I, I think that was Tefaldo, but I'll leave that for Department of Corrections. So, um, but that's—I feel like that was kind of out of character when I was looking up Morikawa. So he's—he's uh, he's 25 years old from LA. Um, he lives in Vegas. He went to UC Berkeley. And turned mm-hmm. pro in 2019, so he hadn't, he hadn't been out there that long. Um, he uh, began his PGA Tour career 22 straight cuts, which was second uh, in history only to Tiger at 25. So that's um, pretty amazing. I I had forgotten this. He's already won two majors. So he won um, the PGA in 2020 and then the Open in uh, 2021. His yeah. current... Uh, golf ranking is 11 and highest was two and mm. he's the first american to win the race to dubai on mm. the euro tour and i think we were, i was we were doing this with somebody else i can't remember who it was and i had gotten through some stuff that was fairly impressive and then we got to the Ryder cup record and it was crap um but morikawa was 3-0-1 at the uh, bloodbath oh, wow. in 21 at whistling straight so uh, hmm. By all accounts, um, extremely impressive to to this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, I I checked his majors last year. He didn't um, didn't do too hot in twenty two, and so he kind of fallen off a little bit. Had a couple spats there with uh, Todd Lewis and Trevor Trevor Immelman, but um, <laughs> um, other than that, you know, promises to be uh, you know based on this a good talent going forward at, the, at uh, this clip, but um, showed, I don't know, show, showed some sort of issue there um, at the, uh, at the tournament of champions with, you know, look, look like me and Steven out there um, on, on Sunday and, and blew it. I think to, to Rom, was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. To Rom. But it, I, Just, he'll figure it out. I mean, he's yeah. a guy who, uh, I mean, every, all these pros say, that he, you know, current and former say he's one of the best iron iron ball strikers that there is since, you know, Tiger back in the early 2000s. So um, I, I don't think that that's changed. I haven't heard of any, like, swing tweaks. So early in the year, you know, uh, you know, coming off the holidays, he's recently married. There is the kind of trend of golfers recently married that struggle mm. for a while. Um, that is a, that is a thing, um, I I talked about online. Um, so Mike, if, if you're, 
I know we weren't the best golfers last time we played, so just at Ooh, least playing on five or six to seven or ten strokes worse next time. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. But um, <laughs> he'll figure it out. I mean, he, he's such a good ball striker. Yeah. I better switch to a lower-cost ball. Um, <laughs> top flight. That's what they're made for. Plasengers mm, oh. for Mike. Damn. Uh, for another quick – yeah, plasengers. <laughs> Uh, maybe Molitors. Um, I uh, I was doing a, some research on these elevated events. So uh, apparently there's at least, I think it was last year, there was 13 elevated events throughout the, the schedule. This year there's going to be 17. Mm. And the purses are going to be jacked up too. So this, I think the Tournament of Champions was $20 million, uh, was the purse, which, which matched wow. the player's uh, purse last year, which wow. was a record. And apparently the, uh, I guess the top players are okay to skip one of these 17 events without it impacting the, the PIP bonus. Mm. And so believe it or not, McElroy had actually, he's already skipped one. So uh, I can't, I didn't find all the details, but I think it, I'll, I'll be interested to see if McElroy now plays 16 straight, Ooh. uh, elevated events based on that but this is all if you know if you've been living on another planet or under a rock this is all in response to uh to live and the money that they're bringing in to their players and trying to uh, retain players so um i don't know i i'm interested i'm just interested to see how this season goes and uh, one of the big changes apparently as well is that the caddies now have access to the locker room which uh, hmm. which is apparently a big wow. deal. I didn't didn't know they didn't already, but uh, yeah, twenty million dollar purses and the uh, caddies can get in lock. Gotta treat now. the caddies better. Hmm. Yeah, not um, likely. The one, uh, the one thing that you know, you said since McElroy skips it, I saw that the one change for him, which he traditionally does not play, is he's going to play in the waste management, mm. um, which. Again, That's not huge. really my favorite tournament, but but really, he, yeah, I think it's super gimmicky in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so he doesn't normally play there, so it's kind of a big deal for him to go. So, wow. um, that's his one change, I guess. Just gonna be rowdy out there, gonna be rowdy. Yeah, it's about the only reason to, I don't know, just not, not a fan of that tournament, and uh. Of course, we've so once we're um, done with the Hawaii swing here, moving on to uh, PGA West in mm. La Quinta, and this has a this has a special place in Mark and uh, my heart. Uh, we oh, used yeah. to partake in a yearly golf tournament, if you will, with golfers and others, and um, <laughs> one of the. One of the trips that we made there towards the end, uh, we, unfortunately, we don't do it anymore. One of the trips we, mm. we took there towards the end was out to California to La Quinta to play PGA West and some of the courses there. So I want to ask Mark here in a minute what some of his what, – what he remembers. You could do highlight, low light, or just, just what you remember from that trip, but uh, give you just a, a little bit of history of PGA West. So there's six courses. Like I mentioned, it's in La Quinta, California. It's like a big kind of resort somewhere out there, uh, a little ways off the beaten path. The 
most uh, I I'll call it most famous course of the six is the stadium course, which mm. was also you know similar to Sawgrass, done by Pete Dye. That opened in 1986, and um, apparently long known as a course too difficult for pros. So a great mm -hmm. place for some amateurs to Beautiful. go and play. So that'll be on the schedule this next weekend. Uh, Mark, do you have any memories of playing out there? Man, I, yeah, it was. Uh, I remember the. I remember all the. I forget how many rounds we played or different places we played. Six, maybe five, six places. Uh, I, I remember all of them being uh, in, in intense tests of golf. Uh, and at the time, I would say I was probably a little bit better than I am now. And uh, some of the other players that were with us, I don't know if they brought enough balls to finish most of the rounds. <laughs> Uh, it was that was a bit challenging for some folks, um, but we we had we had some colorful characters uh, join us, and and we might even had Big Mike join us on this one. Uh, uh, Mike's dead, and oh, I remember Pappy. a round of golf with uh, with Big Mike, old Pappy, and uh, another character. Uh, and I thought it was going to come to fisticuffs on the first <laughs> tee because. Uh, we were talking about, you know, something simple like politics, uh, and it turned it turned south quickly. And I'm like, good gosh, this is not going to be great. Uh, but the courses were were beautiful. I mean, they were in great shape. I, I enjoyed playing out there. Um, I, I also remember it was not close to the airport we decided to fly mm -hmm. into. So, and nothing like driving through L.A. trying to get anywhere. Uh, <laughs> and so that was... That was a beat down. I think we were like three hours from or with traffic. So who knows if like 2 a.m. on a Sunday, it would be better. But like uh, it, I remember that sucking. Golf was great. Courses were beautiful. Really enjoyed uh, playing out there. I do agree that um, those the the stadium course was extremely difficult. I remember 18 thinking to myself, oh, yeah, this this is just a joke. I, I don't remember if it was a par eight or a par nine. I think I might have shot, you know eight eight strokes to get home uh, actually I, I i don't know if it's a par four or if it plays as a par five so i don't remember but i remember getting to the bunker at the green there's like a short a, a bunker just short of the green in two and thinking to myself all right i'll get up and down and truly i think i took like four more shots to get out of the bunker <laughs> these like massive bunkers it's 15 feet high or it felt that way anyway um but just a it, Really beautiful courses. So anyway, it was, it was a lot of fun. I do miss those golf trips. We had we had some good times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I one of the things that I had wrote down was the drive, and oh. I I think when we were coming back, we left about four a.m. and it was bumper to bumper for about Dude. three hours. Yes, uh, wow, all the way in. I I don't remember. Oh. It wasn't one of my favorite places. It was it was like kind of all the courses were the same. And I think several yeah. of the courses were actually drainage for some of these larger yes, correct. Uh, residential yes. communities. So oh man, uh, I remember the first day cause it, cause I think it is desert in a way. The first day mm -hmm. is about 120. Yes. Uh, and I mean, it almost died and then some sort of uh, weather system moved in for the rest of the trip and it yes. actually wasn't that bad for the stadium course. I re so they we play that you know, we play that one together were we in the same 
I no, think we did. Us. Yeah, because I have two memories of that. Unfortunately, one of them is that I think your boss was making your life a living hell. Oh my god! Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But uh, and then when that Golly. when your boss wasn't doing that, the course was in number seventeen. If so, hopefully, if you listen to this, you know that uh, number seventeen at Sawgrass, uh, the Pete Dye course, the stadium course mm. there is an island green. Well. Uh, same thing here. So number 17 at PJ West Stadium, mm. of course, also, but it's kind of like it's got a crag, like yes. of rocks built around it. And I think we had probably ricocheted a, a few off the those rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool. Um, you know, I the other courses were whatever, but it was it was cool. Now, you know, now I've played both the uh, both the stadium courses by Pete Dye. So that was um that was cool, but I I would not. That would not be a place that I on, yeah. on all those trips. I didn't really enjoy any of them that were in the the warmer climates. But that's how you that's how you get the low cost. Uh, you go out to the desert in <laughs> August September. Go to the desert and burn yourself up, or go play in the winter uh, in the winter. You know, get them to move the snow off the ground. It's uh, yeah. I yeah. ah yes, those were some those were some holes. But uh, yeah. anyway, and then. Uh, announcement on the uh, announcer side, uh, Mark mm. Rolfing ends up extending. So Rolfing actually, mm-hmm. so he survives. Maltby and Coke, not so fortunate. Rolfing actually older than Maltby and Coke. Uh, do you guys like? Do you guys like Rolf? I mean, I I don't mind Rolf. I I could have I could take or leave Coke. I would have preferred to keep Maltby and Rolfing. So mm-hmm. I at least get one of the two. But do you do you all have any thoughts about him? Um, I mean, he's, I, I, he seems like a nice guy. He doesn't make any kind of arrogant comments like, you know, Johnny Miller and others, but again, yeah. different positions. Right. But I, I don't mind him. Am I, am I wrong in saying that Smiley Kaufman's now part of that NBC crew too? Gets him in so, Faxon. Yeah. Okay. Back, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he had his uh, kind of a one hit wonder on a tour one year and then flamed out. Now he's, Hey, he's still on the courts with his friends. He's just wearing a belt with a microphone, you know. Oh, so I mean, gets, it looks like he's about still... fifteen. Yeah. Oh young. yeah, young looking face. But I guess he gets still invited to the house party. He's just kind of a uh, different lifestyle. But um, yeah, I mean, Rolf kind of take you know hit or miss. But again, uh, we'll never forgive NBC for Malpe. You know, I think and and, and I thought Rolfing was like doing Hawaii the Hawaii tournaments out there. Cause he lives out there. I, 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 I no, he got sound. extended. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, wow. I, I, I feel like, how do I say this? Some, some of it just seems a little, his, his words seem slow. Like I'm, I'm coming at now. Like, I don't know. It just seemed off a little uh, sometimes, but maybe I'm, maybe I misunderstood or miss misheard, but it just seemed off at times hmm. so that's why i was like oh they've got him because he lives in hawaii he's helped design a couple of these courses but maybe like, not okay maybe not like too many pina coladas or or no the age i think factor. just a- aging and i mean that with nothing but respect you know i mean i really do like I, you can tell some of these guys they they get up there it's, it's it's tougher um you know it's like the dungy uh commentating oh, i was just like good gosh i love tony dungy i mean truly but man listening to him the other day or yeah, maybe it was last, today, night. Oh, last night. Yeah, he's on there tonight. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so 
I don't know. That's the, that's the feeling I have with Rolf. I love his facts, his figures. He knows Hawaii. He knows the courses. That was great. I did not know that. Okay, interesting. I'll have to keep an eye on that because I always consider yeah, Rolf to know. be pretty sharp. Yeah, he, like I said, yeah. it just felt different this time. And I even said it to my dad. I was like, does he sound off? And he said mm. the same thing. He's like, yeah. And like I said, could have been me. Could have been the – I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you were I, in that position and you lost Maltby, you'd probably be a little shaken up too. Yeah. So. Like losing one of you guys. I just, I can't do Ooh. it. I can't do it. Yeah. Wow. Can't do it. It's the harbinger. Yeah. Well, no, I'm uh, saying I don't want to. Jeez. Speaking, I mean, speaking of stuff oh. for this year, if you, if you had to kind of sum it up in one or two senses or thoughts, what's your golf year going to be like? I'm going to, I'm going to go with the guy who's got the membership first. Like, what do you, how many, how many times a week are we talking here? I want to touch the clubs at least once. And I don't mean by just touching them as I open my trunk and close my trunk. Um, my goal is at least once getting the girls back into it. They've both asked for, um, clubs cause they've grown six, seven inches since their last set, you know, about a year and a half ago. Uh, and so those are on order. Uh, and I look forward to playing with them more too. So I'm excited about that. You can pack lunches for everybody out there. Yes. Uh, we're definitely gonna take leftovers. <laughs> everybody can get their thermos of soup. Uh, and we'll go play. Pack lunches, okay. and uh, we'll do the famous, uh, you know, whenever we go out and golf, Mark, you can pack the famous Bloody Marys if you're playing in the morning. Oh, baby. We'd each kind of take turns I, about it. Like, I remember that. Zing, and zing, zing. Zing, zing. Snip, snap. Mike, I remember one time Mike brought uh, oh, the 64-ounce cups from oh, some yeah. gas station, <laughs> and by uh, by the turn, I was – Oh, uh, man. You were – <laughs> and he doesn't just mean bogey folks he doesn't just mean bogeys oh gosh i remember one time we played with mike and he we were it was a morning time and uh he had a the, the jameson untouched and we had some of that too that was that was a good round of golf after about hole three it was cold this might have been the woodlands we need a nebraska sweater yeah oh yeah <laughs> nebraska sweater anyway that's mine what's yours yeah, Stephen, do you have any any plans for golf this um, year? Monthly. It's two factors. <laughs> um, you know, we get such a, a short window of nice weather here uh, that I, I want to oh, maximize it, right? So there's gosh. times where I might like two times a month, but come like July – I'm kind of out. Like, it's just not fun anymore past about 9 a.m. in July. Um, so that that's one factor. So, you know, monthly. And then part of it is, you know, the the lower back. It's just, you know, it's, mm. it's getting a whole lot better. But, you know, as much as I enjoy golf, kind of like the rest of the day and the next day with it being just so tight and uncomfortable, it's kind of not worth it. So, um, you know, I'd say the, if the back gets better, well, I'll, I'll say – um uh, let's go 18 times this year so hmm. a time and a half Whoa. a month yeah okay that's a lot um well and again this is touching right so th this is range or or yeah. on the course right so okay i will commit to 18 i'll commit to 18 i'll just you know go, big or go home i mean i i've pretty much been relegated to a scramble player and since i've moved out of the area 
I don't really have any scrambles or friends to play with. So uh, I, but I, let's commit right here since okay. I'll, since I'll be back, let's commit to the, uh, to the scramble du jour to year. Um, three of us plus maybe, mm. maybe Terry will uh, I'm effort in. that. I'm okay. In. Now that should be fun. I'll br- I'll bring I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the I'll bring the Jameson. <laughs> I'll bring the beers. Um, bring but, the zing you know, zang. The zing yeah. zang. If you need any tips though, golf.com, I got two of them for you. If you want to drop if I could tell you how to drop five shots in 2023, would that would that be of interest to you? Would you be interested in in how to drop Definitely. five shots? Tell me how to drop five shots. Uh, please don't Stop. tell me it's the eraser, Joe. Here we right? go. Yeah. Stop missing the fairway, which you can do by one checking oh, your aim, go. two using a line on the ball, and three curving uh, it less. Is it? Oh, wait, gosh. are these these same morons that are getting paid to write articles? Yes. Oh yeah. Here I was. I felt suckered into it. I accepted, and this is what I get. Wow. Put the ball I in know the fairway some... more. Take less strokes to get in the hole, and. Much better. Okay, great. I mean, I know people that do what you said, Mike. They line up. Their golf balls got more Sharpie on it than most legal papers, and and they're terrible. They still have a nasty slice. So I mean, swing the ball or the club. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's again, it's it's the couple Mm. inches between your ears and then your swing. Everything else is just for fun, for looks. Mm -hmm. My thing is, my thing is this. I will give you those. I will take those five strokes every time if I can play a round of golf, sub four hours versus having to take five hours. I will take add five strokes to my score every time. We play in three and a half hours. I'm in. My seventy-eight goes to an eighty-three. I'm in. My eighty-three goes. I'm in. People that take too long to play, like let's play. You're not a pro. Let's play. Hundred percent. Hit the ball. Hundred percent, and that's actually part of the reason why I initially said twelve is because I don't enjoy it. Like when you, when I get past about four and a half hours, I lose. Ugh. It's it's yep. it's hot, right? Yeah. And again, in Texas, nine months out of the year, you want to play fast. So here's actually my thing: I would play way more often if I could pay for nine holes. Be that honest golfer, mm. pay for nine, leave after nine because call mm. it two two and a half hours out there. That's as much I want to be on the heat in Texas. Also, it's about as much as my back wants to put up. By that point, uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm kind of ready to be done. Like, kind of normally about hole 12, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, this was fun. I enjoyed it. And the rest is I'm just sticking it out. But Mm -hmm. if I could, if courses would do nine hole rates, I would go more often, 100%. And I think that they're missing people that would want to do that. Um, But, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Golf seems bigger than ever. So maybe it's not a problem right now for courses. So uh, I guess it's really only a couple of us that want that, but. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe the majority of people who play golf want to be away from home for more than four to five hours. There's a lot of those kind of people. Yes. hundred percent. I remember going with my old pappy growing up and you get in a clubhouse after there's guys playing the game with the little sword that goes around the board and, uh, you know, drinking, running up the tab, all that kind of, you know, uh, bridge, all that kind of stuff. So (laughs) Uh gin. Oh yeah. Always 
club I worked at had a poker room, and the guys always went up to play poker for a couple hours. Oh, yeah. Just getting started. Uh, And there was another article about how to the best way to break 80 in 23, and and it was to just get a little bit better after 12. Uh, what was a, it? Get a little bit better at the basics. Oh, so. <sighs> uh, time for our favorite segment, the old drink review. Let's start us off. I, you know, I, I can't. Uh, oh. During the working meetings, oh. we'll talk about oh. whether or not this is sustainable. But I contemplated a, maybe a different format. But let's see. Let's see where Mark oh. takes us. Let's. Let's go forward here. What do you got? We know how it's going to start out. Guys, <laughs> I got a real treat for you today. Uh, this is a 2023 treat. Um, you know, I, I, I had been dabbling in, you know, some of the, the local slash large breweries um, and uh, domestics. That's my game. I don't know where this working meeting is going to take this, Mike, but I'm going to stay domestic with us here. And I found a very local brew, brewery. But I liked this. This can got me just. I was feeling patriotic, um, and it's it's called Paradigm Brewery. Maybe you've heard of mm. it. Maybe not. I don't know. It's from uh, it's from my neck of the woods. Um, like your garage. It, uh, oh my gosh! Here we go. You know, it's just it's no, it's not that uh, not that local. I mean, like it's Tomball, Texas. So like okay, kind of where I live. Um, but the, the name of the beer that I got, it has a good story to it. It's a, I don't know if you can see the can, but it's called Unforgotten. Basically, it's um, most of the proceeds nice. of this beer goes to first responders. It goes to a number of different charities for our military veterans and that kind of thing. That's and, awesome. And it's one of the beers that I like, uh, Blonde Ale. And it's quite mm. nice. I mean, really quite nice. So... Uh, you know, the domestics, you know, I, I, I give you guys a hard time for really, you know, kind of narrowing my choices, uh, you know, what I have here, but man, we do have a lot of good, great breweries here and the, the local breweries are, are really up in their game. Maybe I'll petition to be able to do more, more local breweries in 2023, but I like the story of this one. That's the only reason I did this one. Uh, I encourage everybody to go out and take a look at paradigm. It's probably mostly local here for the time being. I think the cans are probably not mass produced. I think they still have stickers on the uh, the can that I could actually pull off. But this one I thought was cool, mostly because they give uh, a, a large portion of the proceeds of that specific can to first responders, um, military veterans, that kind of thing. I think it's pretty neat. But it's a Blondale. Uh, highly recommend. I, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a four out of five lawnmowers on the scale. Um, good flavor. When I first took a sip of it, it was it was kind of it was very different and not different, good or bad, just different flavor. And I've really enjoyed it. I'm on to uh, can two here and quite nice. So Paradigm, Unforgotten Blonde Ale. They have some really other, really like three or four or five other ones that I've had. Also all very good. So I highly encourage people. Paradigm, good stuff coming out of Tomball, Texas. Well, it's only about five minutes from uh, Tejas Barbecue. So why don't you work with Paradigm, get the sponsorship. We do the on location. I'm on it. Got it. Okay. Read my mind, Mike. I was thinking, you know, you can make a day out of it, do a little Tejas, go over to Paradigm for some drinks, a little collab. Yeah. Love it. Yep. All right. I'll work on it. Consider it done. I mean, it's practically done. For two in one podcast. That's that's good. Mm -hmm. Steven, what do you got for us in the way of bourbon or otherwise? 
Yeah, I'm going Ooh. otherwise. I'm going south oh. of the border, guys. South of oh, the border. Oh, Mezcal. Yes. Mm. No, no, no. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, not Mezcal. Again, we'll venture back into that at some point. Mm. But I am going to – I think I talked to you – I think I texted you all about this. Maybe we talked about it when we saw each other at, at Mike's wedding time frame. But um, this was a gift from my parents. Mm. Um, they had tried it at Specs. Uh, when they were picking up some wine and other things, this is Ghost Tequila. Ooh. Um, it, it is a spi- so it's a blanco and it is spicy. So it's made and kind of infused with ghost peppers, as you know, are like oh, very hot. Um, it's not like Carolina Reaper hot, but ghost peppers are very hot. Um, hmm. But here's the thing: it, it it you know if you didn't know that and just saw a spicy tequila that that's what it is. It's, it's spicy. It's not burn your, burn your lips, burn your mouth, water, your eyes kind of hot, but it provides that nice little bit of kick to your drink. So, I mean, uh, the first time I tried it, I just took a little shot of it. And again, it wasn't, you know, it's not, not terribly hot at all and actually pretty smooth for tequila, but got a, uh, margarita going right now, a little spicy margarita. Oh, baby. Sure I haven't done it in a uh, Paloma yet, done a spicy Paloma, but um, but yeah, it was a great find by my parents and my mom and I, a couple afternoons, um, some days I was there, we enjoyed a, a spicy margarita and worked on a, worked on a puzzle. So uh, one, awesome. of my mom's, one of my mom's what favorite things to do. So. I'll tell you what, Ghost Tequila, highly, highly recommend. As you can see, guys, I mean, there's a dent in this bottle. Yeah, so there's it. maybe one drink left. And needless to say, next time I expect I'll be picking up another one. Like it is, wow. it's maybe my go-to tequila for for uh, margaritas now. Just adding that little spicy kick. It's great. I'm I'm looking forward when I get back to the invite over for the the five finger. There's about one drink left. That's about five fingers left. <laughs> no, it's okay. Look, three, okay, it's three, <laughs> two, two. Uh, yeah. Well, two. some, of us, say some of us enjoy our drink. Some of us, uh, I mean, come on, guys. Some of us don't have to work tomorrow either. Yeah, some of us <laughs> have to work tomorrow. No wonder. Well, Jeez. all right. Don't even go there. Y- y'all get extra days at Thanksgiving, Christmas. I just oh, get off uh, Here we a go. day in January. All I right. won't I rub do. it too much. I won't, uh, I won't text you all about my fun day of sleeping in tomorrow and everything mm. else. Don't worry about it, guys. You said maybe you're I'll not working. Maybe I'll my golf day. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, maybe Was I'll it? go hit the course or something. Um, mm. I do, I do love a good margarita though, especially in, and I, in the past couple of years, enjoy the, uh, the spicy margaritas too. So I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's delicious. Highly recommend. Uh, so I've got, um, <clears throat> I've got lots of booze left over from the wedding. So I just mm-hmm. kind of went and rummaged through and I found a, a one here that I had to purchase for my mother-in-law. Um, this was a special request. It's the Samuel Smith um, Organic Chocolate Stout. Um, so this mm-hmm. is a. Uh, I was I was going to break out of the sort of the winter um, stouts and you know just some of that crap that I've been drinking with a hazy, but I was like, you know what, this is pretty unique. So, um, and I I don't know why it says organic. Maybe it's it's been organic for some time, but. Um, hmm. 
it's uh it says brewed with water from the original brewery well sunk in 1758 uh Whoa. so it's uh it's 5% i think it's um oldest brewery in yorkshire and uh, it's quite good hmm. i i uh, i would maybe put it on par with the uh yingling hershey's porter uh oh. Yorkshire it's is pretty, it so we're, this UK import? It is. It's a product of okay. the UK. Hmm. Um, so it's pretty good. Uh, I, you know, I I'm probably going to be sticking to hazies and um, some other things for a while after this. But uh, yeah, this was you know this I got a couple of these sitting in the fridge that I give it a try. It's um it's pretty good. I can I can nice. see why it was special request. Couple other things that I wanted to mention. One was at the wedding, um, well, or the the pre party, whatever you want to call it, had <laughs> brought in a, a carrot cake sour uh, from a company oh called my. Drecker. Company called Drecker. Yeah, it was a man. four four pack, about twenty five in your firstborn. It was pretty expensive. Um, <laughs> we had made the mistake with the first one with not uh, gently rolling it and so it was we basically had thought it was rancid with the chunks and the puree mm -hmm. and everything not good. um found not someone good. in the um in the wedding party who just loved it and i think would have would have drank in um 10 of them if given the option and mark was quite concerned as to whether or not she was very concerned the next day i can report she's uh, still she's alive fine, i okay. think um oh <laughs> but then I, but then towards there was one left uh, in the back mm. room and i i was making the rounds and somebody was having a carrot cake a uh, piece of carrot cake and someone had told me that um i think it was this this person's the person was with this person that was having the carrot cake and said oh yeah this person loves carrot cake which wasn't actually true um it so says like oh hold on a second i got a perfect pairing for this and so i ran back oh. and grabbed it but oh. I did the plenty of gentle rolling. Okay. And um, apparently, when it was opened, it went everywhere. And this stuff was nuclear orange. Like, oh, man. you can't believe. And so that, oh, uh, that didn't man. work out well, too well. That, so needless to say, uh, you know, kudos mm -hmm. to Drecker for coming up. I think they've got like a couple of other, like the Hot Fudge Sunday Sour and some other things. But this carrot cake won. Wow. No. It was awful. Wrong. I was, was I, think I was the first one to try it, and it was complete yeah. dog trash, regardless of the gentle rolling or not. It was just mm -hmm. not right. Yeah. Um, no. Color, texture, uh, all the above. I mean, how that passed the Q and A or the you know the quality testing uh, was yeah. it, is beyond me. But we I, poured I, that I thing I, out. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Stephen. I'm just. I, was just saying, I hope, Mike. I, I hope you don't. Uh, they don't send you a nice little like dry cleaning bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like not coming out. Be like, this shit never came yeah. out. We we got to no. buy a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we poured oh, one of those man. out in the sink in the hotel mm. uh, room there, and it stained the porcelain sink. Like that's that stuff is just. <laughs> That ain't right. Yeah. Whatever that was, that was like toxic <sighs> sludge from a nuclear waste plant. Like it just—it's not right. Oh well. I, I worry for her. I hope she's still around in a year. Well, that's that's <laughs> what I get for following the rules of Central Market mm -hmm. and buying the whole pack instead of mm -hmm. finding a way to just get one. So I yeah. I don't 
I'm not going to be doing that again. And uh, just Stephen, I don't know if you on your way in, in or out as well, I guess out of Zurich, if you ever made it to the uh, senator lounge there, hmm. but apparently there's a Swiss senator lounge. And so um, because of our affiliation with other airlines, we were able to get in there and uh, they had a, a whiskey bar as part of the lounge Ooh. and it had about oh, 200 wow. yeah about 200 spirits in there it was absolutely crazy and wow. uh, there there was That's one that lot. i wanted yeah it, one that i wanted to try it was called ben nevis um, which was which was pretty apropos because uh, i had traveled there about a year ago as part of the engagement to scotland and um that it's like i think it's like the tallest mountain in scotland um but actually, it's like, hey, let me, you know, let me just try it. It's kind of fitting, given that uh, we're a year year later, and it was it was really good. Like, I I really enjoyed it, and mm. um, I but yeah, I, I, there's got to be about one out of every three people that don't make it out of that lounge. You know, two hundred bottles, free whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, add Maybe. it to my uh, bucket yep. list. Flying Next out of Zurich back. for some reason. Um, just a quick one, quick update on cowhide because there's not much to talk about here. Uh, so Georgia absolutely blew away TCU. TCU's kind of c- Cinderella season. Thought they might have yeah. been legit, but I don't think any of the other three teams in the playoffs would have touched uh, Georgia. Maybe OSU would have given them a run, but um, nothing there. So 65 to seven, the final score there. And then um, between Oklahoma State and Purdue, Oklahoma State sucked less. I, I didn't get a chance to see the game. They lost 17 to 24 to Whiskey, Wisconsin. Um, was, was it just like kind of the cherry on top of season of futility? It, 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 was, yeah. it, was, it was just not a, it was not even fun. To, I mean, I didn't enjoy watching. I'm sure Wisconsin enjoyed winning, but what a blech. And then the OSU game, same thing. I mean, just. Whatever, all these kids out or transferring, or whatever, maybe just yeah. I don't know. It, it, some of these bowl games get a little bit. I don't know. I get it. They're they're just people have given up on them. They're sitting out. They're going to the draft, which again, I understand. I got it. It's economics one hundred and one. You need to make money. Um, some of them just bleh. I don't know. That's my humble opinion. Yeah, the score for the OSU game was very misrepresentative. I mean, yes. 24-17, it really felt more like a yeah. 35-7 kind of game. Correct. Um, yeah, a lot of transfers. Hmm. And then, man, LSU blew the doors off Purdue. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's, and here's the thing. Again, you know, missing coach and all that regardless. But I think what kind of set it up for, you know, to make it feel even worse of like a loss is you got Drew Brees. Yeah, bring in Drew Brees. And then the, future, I mean, and then the future head coach were on the field before the game and talking to the mm-hmm. reporter. And they're like, you know, for any kids, you know, that are looking for a great school, come here. And, and they're like, you know what? And we're, we're one of uh, 10 teams that made the, you know, Power Five championship. So in that case, we're a top 10 team. And then mm-hmm. they just got absolutely <laughs> pounded. So I mean, I took a page out math. of the. Yeah. It's, it's a quality math. It's a, yeah, they took properties. a page out of Mark Snyder's book. We're like, yep. hey, we're tied. We're tied with LSU right now. Basically. <laughs> Basically. 
Yeah, but I I saw that our headline just said that Purdue was depleted, so I'm just going to blame that blowout. Uh, it was 63 to seven, so almost the same as the Georgia game. Um, yeah, Purdue lost 63 to seven. We're gonna we're gonna attribute that to stars not being there. Bingo. Uh, or aligned. Or aligned. They weren't aligned. They weren't there. Not a good game. If you'll recall, my my nephew gave us a challenge about some mascots. So, hmm. oh. and I didn't, I promise I didn't cheat, but in, in your, like, I'll give you just a few seconds to think. So apparently okay. in the power five conferences, which I guess includes the big 12 still, oh, yeah. there are mascots that have two words. There are five, ma- there are five of these schools that have mascots with two words and both letters are the same. So what? that would be like the, I don't know, like the. the yeah. So two words, you mean like, you mean like Nittany Lions is two words. Yes. But it's, and, okay, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. okay. And I did try to cheat a little bit and I came up with the running rebels of UNLV, but that's not a power of five. So does anything oh, come to mind? Man, that, okay, that really changed. The one that came to mind was definitely not power five. Um I mean, I need to think through it. I need to think about it. But well, yeah, yeah, but can, I'm... yeah. Can we can we put in like some Jeopardy music here for just like uh, uh, thirty uh, seconds? Uh, to think? Uh, 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 I'll give uh, you another fifteen to thirty seconds. That's not not helping. What do you mean? Why isn't it helping? Oh, I mean, whatever. The Fighting Felini. Fighting Felini. What? Wait. Um. No, I'm I'm seriously blanking. I gotta I gotta go back to conferences right now. Wait, I got. I'm gonna go. Well, I do, okay, I do know one. Head. Are we? Do you want us to name them, or you want us to? Na- like, if you can it? think of one, I saw you just typing. But go ahead and name it. I'm not typing anything. Go, go ahead and name it then. I don't have one. I'm saying, do you want us to name these things or what? No, I'll we'll save anything. it for next time. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. Think about it nothing. tomorrow. All okay. right, deal. Think I thought, about it I when thought you had up. some. This is the whole point. I thought you said you cheated a little bit and you have some. I got nothing. The only thing I like, came up with was the running reps, but I they're not that's not they're in the like So Power mountain. Five, we got what? ACC. You got S- the big S- E. Oh, I got S- one. I got one. Big Ten. I got one. Big twelve, big 12 pick. Okay. If we if we ask where a golfer went to college on this podcast, what is the number one answer? Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Oh, Demon Deacons. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's the only okay. one I got. So we'll we'll save the rest. Okay. For the next time, for next time. But Stephen okay. Sh- Shanta Clear is not is not two words. That's one word. So <laughs> wow. Shanta Clear. And of course, Long we're into shame. we're into the uh, NFL playoffs. So I believe this is called the the wild card round. Uh, even though all teams but two are playing, I don't I don't know why they call it that. Um, so we're uh, we're doing this on a Sunday night, and uh, the Bengals uh, Ravens game is coming to an end. So the uh, the Niners roll over Pete Carroll, 
the uh, Chargers to have a massive fold uh, against the Jaguars yesterday. Wow. I think they, what was it, 20, 27? 27-0. Was, yep. was that first half? Yep. Yeah, the, yeah. That Into was, the third yeah. quarter. quarter. Yeah. 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 No, because, uh, uh, yeah, the Jags scored before halftime. I think that halftime right before 27-7. Yeah. 27-7, yeah. That's right. The uh, the Bills hold out uh, against the Dolphins. So so I think the, the spread in that game was 14. I couldn't Thir- believe yeah, it. Yeah, so. 13 and a half, 14. And, yeah. So wow. that makes the Dolphins what, Stephen, a great team? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yes. they cover the spread. Great team. <laughs> and honestly, the fact that they're on their I, – I forget if if uh, that was their third string quarterback yeah. for them to yeah, do geez. that. I mean, honestly, wow. pretty impressive. So, wow. I mean, yeah. Mike McDa- uh, Mike McDaniel, what's his name? Yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. right. Mike McDaniel. I mean, he is not your average football guy. He looks like no. he should have a headset on gaming, mm-hmm. let alone coaching. But I mean, I, they're really he, he's offensive mastermind supposedly. And uh, I mean, if Tua. Um, doesn't have ongoing concussion issues. I mean, I think the Dolphins are a legit, mm-hmm. you know, good good team going forward. But so the under, yeah. the stars kind of aligned for me today, and I ended up at Duff's, which is actually a Buffalo uh, restaurant. And so I was oh. there during part of the game, and it was hilarious because there was a table of Miami fans, and this guy brought a portable speaker. And every time, <laughs> every time the Dolphins scored, he would play the like the Dolphin. They have like some sort of like a Dolphin screech. <laughs> no, this is an Ace Ventura. Oh. No, it's like the. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's like some Dolphins. Uh, I don't know, chant or cheer song or something. You'll have to Google wow. it. Uh, and they no. they didn't kick him out. But if I was that guy, I wouldn't be eating any of the food they put in front of me. No. Um, so, <laughs> so that was pretty funny. The uh, Giants, just before this, the Giants hold on against the Vikings. So Vikings were, I think, 13 or 14 win team. They end up grabbing mm-hmm. the bed. So yeah. them and Kirk Cousins, Barty out again. And uh, the Bengals looks like they, they're they pretty – I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen I here. see 15 third, seconds left. Yeah. Third and 20, 15 seconds, and that like the 15, 20-yard line. So they got mm-hmm. two shots. We'll see here. The uh, Lamarless Ravens trying to upset the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a nice one tomorrow night. Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Bucks. We might have to talk to Marnock to see what he thinks about that. We got Let's the Cowboys it. versus the GOAT, Tom Brady, tomorrow. Assuming he's mm-hmm. not in a. Um, he's <laughs> well, not you can say wheelchair. <laughs> Not yet. Get close. Dallas is a uh, Dallas is actually two and a half point favorite, which, as we know here on weekend at Berkman's, actually given that they're playing in Tampa is about five and a half point favorite. So uh, they like Dallas, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can go mm-hmm. against Brady in the playoffs, in Tampa. So they will have to see what Marnak says about that. Be Never bet against Brady. Before before Marnak goes, you want to? I think there's a fun fact. Brady, I think, and again, don't quote me. I think it's six and zero against the Cowboys. Or oh, yeah. it's either six cubic, it's either six and zero or six and zero against Dak. It's one of those. I'm sure he's. I forget. I forget. I feel like if he's played in the league that long, he's had to play Cowboys more yeah. than six times. So it's got to be six and zero against Dak or something like that. Hmm. But I don't know. Nobody, 
nobody cooks at home like Marinek does. So we'll, we'll see what he has to say. And then, uh, of course, next week, the Chiefs and the Eagles, the two by teams, they'll they'll be brought into the fold. Um, so I think probably a little bit too early to declare anybody anybody the favorite, especially given some of the upsets that we've had um, this week so far. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, balls in net. Quick update here. So, oh, baby. Uh, you know, I, I was living high on the hog with Purdue being number one, Purdue men's basketball being number one in the country. Of course, history repeats itself while I'm out of country. Purdue loses as an, as number one in the country to Rutgers again. Mm. Uh, they lost in 2021 on a buzzer beater. That might have been like a half court shot or longer. And so they lost again to Rutgers uh, for their first loss of the mm-hmm. season. But we, you know, still high hopes as we as we get closer to March. Purdue now number three behind University of Houston and in Kansas. Uh, one notable thing uh, on the NBA season. So apparently the Miami Heat went 40 for 40 in free throws in a, in a game here recently, which is unbelievable. Wow. So did Not you, easy. I, Mark, I believe you played basketball. I don't know if you both played basketball. Did you have, were you good at free throws? I, it, I feel like it, maybe it's like a little bit like putting. Did you were you guys good at free throws? Did you have one of those routines where you do the same thing every time before you shoot a free throw? What was that routine? Now uh, you might have me convinced, uh, confused for my uh, other dashingly handsome six foot seven brother. Uh, I did not play the most basketball I played was a Papa shot at uh, like uh, Dave and Buster's or something. Um, I love playing basketball, but I was but yeah no you know I I'm a when I did play it, it was a bounce three time. Grip it yeah. and go. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Do you I remember yours, Mike. Stephen? Yeah. So it was bounce three, a little, uh, little yes. spin in the hand, spin in the hand, <laughs> and then and then shoot it. And yeah, free throws were to me. It's one of those things. Early on, I had the coaches that free throws are named free throws for a reason. I always practiced them. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of my coaches growing up. You didn't leave practice as a team until you hit so many in a row. Um, See, so yeah, I mean, I was really good at it. I mean, I could still probably go hit eight out of ten right now. Whoa! Ooh, I'm telling you, that yeah. is wow. I would go to the campus gym every now and then and uh, go run lines in the gym, and I would take a basketball and run with it, and then I'd shoot free throws. And I, I mean, even a couple of years ago, I was making making eight out of ten. Then, I mean, I'm telling you, it's. I, I mean, with nobody I, defending me, I mean, I could, yeah, I could make free throws. I mean, I, I felt like that was it wasn't. Yeah, but eight difficult. out of ten. That's eight pretty, out of ten. Pretty solid. You missed those eight, first two. We need a. I will. I will promise you. I, will, I believe we'll you. Do a, we'll do a pod live on the basketball court. Okay. On location with apparently the uh, self-enforced suicides too for when you when you miss. Jeez. Yeah. No. That's what I. I. Hey. That's back when I was really in shape. Yeah. Instead of running on the treadmill or doing or uh, cycling, I used to love going in there and running lines. Mm. It was fun. Some people would look at me like I'm nuts, but like I actually enjoy short sprinting more than long, boring runs. So. I could just, I, 
if for those of you that haven't seen Steven, he's kind of reminiscent of Phil Jackson. He's got, you know, he's got the kind of shoulders, can't really fit through a door. And I can just see you out there down in the low post and you got, you got a manager down there and you just come around with that elbow. And just... <laughs> oh yeah. That would have oh, been man. funny. Phil Jackson. Eight out of 10. I'm, I'm looking forward to that on location. Too. Man. Oh, man. Yep. Better believe it. Um, and then uh, a quick update on the other balls. So the, the the thing to note here for the English Premier League, Fulham's in, in decent shape. Man. They're sixth in the table. Nottingham, turn Coming it around. Back. Come out of the depths. They really? Oh, oh, yeah. Where are they at? What do you mean, really? You're not following this? Come on. Uh, I'm taking a little hiatus. Wait, with the World oh, okay. Cup and everything, people oh, may not have known it came my back. My bad. My bad. Nottingham now number lucky 13. So they had, they had wow. a couple feet in the grave. Yeah. And uh, they're Five they're now up. number 13. Bournemouth, not so, not so high. We're one spot out of relegation. We're okay. We're okay. It's number long, 17. It's a long yep, season. So. Long season. It's getting shorter. Getting shorter uh, by the day. A little bit of a runaway, though, for Arsenal. It's kind of got a Formula One situation going on mm-hmm. here. They've got 47 points in the table, and, and then the next closest after that is Man City with 39. So Winner's going to win. But, uh, yeah, if Bournemouth take a page out of Nottingham's book, turn it back around. Mm-hmm. So Just takes one. Uh, Steven, since you mentioned bonus earlier, uh, Winnipeg is back in first, so we got quite a you know mm. hot contest going on there between the Stars and the Jets. Yeah, but, uh, I tell you what. But hey, you know, I'm just happy regardless. You know, this bonus back, whatever. The <laughs> fact that the Stars were, you know, we're closing on. Well, I guess we're over halfway through the season, yeah. and and the fact that we're not like trailing the end and going to unless we have a massive collapse. Stars traditionally, it's like the last two, three weeks of the season decide if we like make seventh or eighth place and get in. So just the fact that we're kind of oh, yeah. at the top, huge turnaround from last year when we couldn't freaking score at all. And like mm. we were down six one the other day and came back and made six five. We still lost, but the fact that mm. we're actually scoring, uh good good for a stars oh, fan. Yeah. I like where we're headed. So Excited for the rest of the season. Start watching more now that football is winding down. I always ramp up on hockey, so my hockey knowledge will only increase over the next okay. month or two. I think I detected a little bit of remorse there, though, when you were mm-hmm. when you're talking about bonus. So, um, but Just Boston, the crazy here. Boston <laughs> killing it uh, on pace for the best yeah. record ever. So they, I don't know, they're up to 33 wins, about halfway. I think they played exactly half uh, the number of games. The best record ever was the 95-96 Red Wings, and they they had 62 wins. So at this mm. at this rate, wow. the Bruins will eclipse that. Yeah, that team. That's one of the ones I'd pick in all the uh, hockey video games. That team had Iserman, Fedorov, Lindstrom, oh, yeah. and Maltby. So right. that was a <laughs> Roger stack team. <laughs> yeah, like yeah and I can't remember who their plays Clinton. I can't remember who their goalie was, but I can picture he always had a funky, Osgood. He always, Osgood, yes. yes, he yeah. had a weird face mask and yeah. goalie helmet. But the key, yeah, the key for the key for Boston, though, I, I started looking running the analytics because that's what I do. They just need to not go to overtime 
Four mm. of their five losses have come in overtime. That's yeah. that's uncanny. Just don't go to overtime, fellas, and you win. That's that's impressive. Hey, but at least All the right, stars here for Mark. You don't go to overtime. Don't go to overtime. Win, no, so. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about them. Uh, you know, and oh yeah, NBA still going on. I don't know if you knew that, but oh yeah, mm-hmm. and that that uh, and that ninety five, ninety sixteen. That was of course in Joe Lewis Arena. Joe there, Lewis Arena. Baby, I know we've talked was, about this before, but what's the animal that they throw on the ice? An octopus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was looking okay. up too while while I was at Duff's today. Uh, they were, they had like a uh, Buffalo Sabers pennant, and I was like, let me take a look at the oh. Sabers history. <laughs> yeah. Number of Stanley Cups. Not Peltry. a lot. Not much. Zero. It's okay. Fun fact, Mike. Ooh. Name that team Ooh. that the Stars beat in 99. Ooh. Was it? I was going to say the Blackhawks, but I don't think that's right. No, it was the Sabres. Was it? Oh, yeah, so they made it. The okay. Yeah, yeah. Back in 99. Oh. Dallas and Buffalo connected by many sports where Dallas dominates. That is true. Okay. Especially true. with the football in the early You're 90s. Welcome. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. I'm gonna try try something a little different here Uh-oh. for Uh-oh. for twenty three. Yes. And we we can keep we'll keep this one light or whatever. But uh, you may have picked up a tinge uh, of you know conspiracy theory belief <laughs> whatever through our Steven. Um, through what <laughs> what not just Steven. when who uh, coming through our all of our other episodes, but I, so I thought I'd pick an easy one because I, I was thinking about this. I think I saw something, somebody sent something about, you know, UFO sightings. Oh. And of course, if you've, if you've seen anything about UFO sightings, you know, airline pilots apparently occasionally see them and that sort of thing. But I started thinking about from the aliens perspective, like <laughs> So let's so let's start so we'll start our first conspiracy corner of the year with the alien UFO con- potential conspiracy. So my thought though is if you're you're an alien, right? So you're a a race of aliens or some other life form and you have the ability to cuz I'm assuming these aliens don't live in any planets on our system cuz we've got you know, good enough telescopes to be able to, I mean, unless they're living underground and mm. another planet or in the, you know, something in a gas giant. So they're coming from a, a long way away, <laughs> which means they got an advanced society and they got, you know, technology that allows them to do the time space continuum and long distances and everything else. Mm-hmm. If, if they're here, I'm thinking either they don't need to be here or they would have already taken over and, you know, used their technology to to just take us out very easily. So I guess the thing for me, so I'm going to lean on the side of this, that there aren't really aliens or UFOs, because the thing for me is that they're coming all the way here to where we're seeing them. Why aren't they, you know, just using that superior technology to just, take us out immediately is it because they don't want what we have to offer 
or is it because I mean, they're they're friendly? You're, you're assuming these aliens are like the Optobots or Omnis, you know, the uh, the Transformers or something. They have this kind of technology to like annihilate the human race. Is that your thought? I if think they if they can travel okay. across the universe, yeah, then yeah. they have that kind of superior technology to easily. Yeah. you know enslave that's, or that's fair. eradicate our planet so that they're flying around our mm-hmm. you know our uh 737s mm. why aren't they doing anything else they're just coming and survey surveilling but they're not doing anything else mm-hmm. yeah. it's a law of the I universe mean, to, to your point to kind of just support what you said, Mike, in terms of like, you know, what else can they do? I mean, it's it's on record back in the Cold War era um, that the um, military base up in North Dakota, South Dakota, that had active nuke nuclear warheads, chambers, and all that kind of stuff that um, that <laughs> they saw this light in all every single chamber which are in like they were deactivated completely mm. and turned off so it's like you know to, to the point of like could they i mean they can it, if what this was can turn off nuclear warheads i mean it either shows that they can like destroy you or they can not allow us to tr- destroy ourselves kind of right so i mean that that's interesting but um i remember what what, what was the original question mike i forget where you were going because you <laughs> Asking uh, about aliens. You, yeah, but what to what like what was the comment though? What is it? Do we believe in them or is it like I guess the comment is if is that if they can get all the way here to where we to where we can see them and they have that kind of superior technology, how is it that we are still in existence? All right. Here's here's my fun answer, because I'm not gonna get deep on here. I think that we're like their Disneyland. I mean, imagine wherever they might come from, they come here. One, I would probably just whiz, I would lock my doors in my spaceship and whiz past this country, the whiz, whiz past the earth, right? But if I'm gonna come here, imagine the crazy shit that goes like think about the daily life, the headlines that we see. I mean, if they're here and they have any sense of humor, they they should be laughing their ass off at the crazy political BS the societal things uh, that are just okay in this, in this world now. So, I mean, if they're here, I hope they have a sense of humor and are laughing at us. That's all I got to say. Who's to say say their land isn't having political BS. I I don't know. Real. Like you're saying here. I I I don't know. Well, so I, so I'm going to agree with Steven on this Mark, because if they're an advanced society, they've, they've already got Mm. all that figured out. It's not worth, you know, it's not worth the BS. They're mm. not squabbling. So then they come <laughs> here and they're like, this planet has nothing to offer because mm. we are already so far advanced that we don't need anything that you yeah. have to offer here. And it's it's basically like coming by, you know, an ant mound. And mm. it's like I, I could kick over this ant mound, but I'm just mm. going to I'm just going to keep on walking and not even disturb it. So, Got it. you know, that may point to there's only, you know, maybe one other society or something out there that has mm. the ability to 
to travel to this location. And, and thankfully for us, they are a, a people who are either uh, not interested in us or are, are peaceful. Well, yeah, not going full predator, you know, sticking around and ready to fight. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Huh. But I think, you know, well, so we'll see where conspiracy corner goes for this year. I think though, any, like any good conspiracy, that, uh, uh, there's not really, you know, there, uh, I'm sure that there's plenty of videos that you could see that might show them. Uh, there's probably plenty of people who have testimonies that they've been abducted and, and returned to earth. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, is there an actual video that oh. proves that I don't, I don't think so. And I think like any good conspiracy, it's like there's probably enough evidence or, you know, whether it's real or doctored that might make you think mm. that, um, that there are UFOs whizzing by our planes yeah. and our planets every night. But, uh, can you, can you show me definitively mm. that there are? I think the the you know the best videos again. There's a lot of fakes out there. There's a lot of really good CGI, so you don't really know what you see. But the best ones, and some of the best ones out there are actual live feeds that are from NASA, like from the space station, from shuttles and stuff like that. And you know, they're always you know something will happen, and then the cameras go offline. And if like there was nothing to hide, why are they taking the cameras offline? So I think those are the ones that you can trust because nobody is digitally editing a NASA live feed. And it's like, and my favorite is always like their explanation of like what they say. Oh, that was this. It's like, no, like again, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I can tell you, I, I can tell you that's not what happened there. I mean, the thing stops, accelerates the other direction, whatever it might be. Um, but the only, the one thing I'd say, like, if you're interested on the, this topic specifically, Joe Rogan had on, um, I think his name is the, I'm probably going to butcher this Michu Kaku, um, like <laughs> some famous scientist and went, re- went really in depth with him on, on this topic. And, you know, what he says is based off what they can see, it's actually like, irresponsible for astrophysicists and scientists to not believe that there aren't parallel similar kind of universe out there. And like, based on what they can see, when you say it's like 1% of 1% of everything could, could, you know, hold life like ours, whether it's less advanced, more advanced. And so based on what they can see, there's like 40 to 60 other planets out there within view that are similar to ours that have the same type of atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. So, and that's, like I said, 1% of 1% or something like that to what he says. So it's kind of irresponsible not to think that there aren't other beings out there. Hmm. Um, so don't be irresponsible, Mark. I can tell, I can well, tell take, how you feel on this topic. Take a look at the yeah. picture I just sent you. I think that's all you need to know. All that. All, that's yeah. all, all you need to see. Clear. They found clearest day. Sold. Oh, gosh. Sold. Clearly. It's a it's a picture of a commercial airliner with a with a UFO out the window. So I um gotta be this real. Is, this is classic and this is you know, this is where it's just all the all these conspiracies are, are mm-hmm. just like made for TV where it's I'm, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a Reuters article here where it's and this is from December of last year. It says 
The Pentagon's new push to investigate reports of USOs has UFOs has so far not yielded any evidence to suggest that aliens have visited Earth or crash landed here. I'm like, they got like Newman, you know, working on the uh, the report or the investigation or something. It's like, no, we can't, we can't find anything. So, and then of course, yeah. if somebody else does it, then they're, mm-hmm. you know, a crazy and whatever else. So, um, yeah, which I, I guess you know we might get to an Independence Day situation before Ooh. we ever. Welcome to Earth. Well, hey, with all this craziness going on, I mean, they might it might be better than the crazy path we're going down. But the last thing I'll say is with, you know, to your point, Mike, with all like the military, uh, you know, Pentagon investigations into it. I think the the people that I feel like you can trust the most are the Air Force members, you know, Navy pilots, whatever it might be, or military pilots that are in some of the most advanced technologies that we have man-made and that they will come out and say i saw this thing i got this thing recorded on ir or my FLIR or whatever it might be and they're like i know what kind of technology we have and what we have cannot even begin to touch that so i think it's that those are the ones that like when i listen to people i like to hear their take because they actually know what extreme technology we do have and they're like this is nowhere close to that so i think that those are the really interesting like testimonies to hear yeah and they're probably sworn to secrecy so Uh some are but some have been coming out recently so the freedom of information act it's kind of a anyways not really free information but um you gotta really push for it, but a lot of good information and then visuals coming out too. There's a lot of radars and um, uh, FLIR footage and stuff like that. So it's been pretty interesting. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, our superhuman. Yeah. So uh, Marnak, the mediocre, uh, I believe you called it that the, the Packers and a Raj would, uh, would miss, miss the playoffs. And then they did. did. He's, mm-hmm. he's 39. Now he might, he might be done. Getting up we'll there. See. Getting up there. Question for Marnak. Bring it. Will the Cowboys beat the Buccaneers tomorrow in Tampa? Two and a half point favorites. New year, new Marnak. But this one is is a no-brainer. Oh. This one's a no-brainer. But I'll use Marnak's brain for this one. (laughs) Cowboys all the way. Go down. All right. Little they got uh, they got hosed by the uh, the the Buccaneers what two years ago twenty twenty one to start the season. I think Revenge. it was this year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, they... nineteen to three or something like that. Well, no, year. I meant they got hosed a couple of years ago. Yeah, oh. they lost it. Yeah, they lost this year. That's not big deal. We don't talk okay. about that game. But I think the Cowboys are going to do it. Their game last week was uh, abysmal, uh, pathetic, uh, not good. So I think they're they're riding this, you know. Uh, practice this week was probably a bit intense for them, whereas I think the the Buccaneers are just I, I could be wrong, just happy to be there. You know, they kind of backed in with the 500 record or whatever it was, and you know the war of attrition in that uh, that division. Uh, anyway, no, I like the Cowboys. Hopefully, they come to play. I think their defense is uh, mm-hmm. going to give uh, Brady some troubles. All right, again, so that's that's what Marnak thinks. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. After a long, 
long day of work <laughs> for some of us. Wow. Steven will be rolling out of bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Department of Corrections, uh, I, I promised a European country geography lesson since I, I'm foremost expert due to recently being there. So oh. Europe has 51 countries, Ooh. and I I figured the ones – the ones that you were kind of messing up the most was Slovakia and Slovenia. <laughs> now they're mm-hmm. both they're both high income advanced economies, believe it or not, mm. and they're both uh, apparently beautiful countrysides with lakes <laughs> and landscapes and castles and other things. And uh, Slovenia apparently has some of the best skiing in in Europe. Wow! And, um, Who knew? Really? Yeah. So wow. some of the uh, and I was looking though for famous athletes. That was a, a little bit tougher. Uh, so Slovakia has. I'm um, Stephen. I'm sure you've heard of Marian Hosa. Uh, he's a uh, he's a Slovakian yep. NHL former NHL player. And then of course you were trying to come up with Roy Sabatini. Uh, you know South Africa via Slovakia played <laughs> um, in the Olympics. Played golf yeah. there. Do you know? Do you care to guess? How many golf courses there are in Slovakia? For reference, there's 16,000 in the U.S. I'm going to go two. Do you think there are two? Okay. This is that, episode. I mean, episode, this is not Price is Right. Episode 27, last. <laughs> it's, I, I, you, okay. you asked for a guess. I don't know. Fair the enough. It's, it is 20. Which is okay. hard to believe. So yeah. Sabatini somehow became an mm-hmm. Olympic golfer yep. with only only twenty golf courses in Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, famous athlete from Slovenia is Luka Doncic, which Stephen already had mm-hmm. to apologize. Yeah. So um, Slovak. I tell you what. There's a cup. Yeah. So mm. and then so Stephen has used the term Slavic, which actually encompasses. <laughs> quite a few countries so um so anyway eastern europe is really confusing it is and then you start Mm. to look at where you've got the um, former soviet union states and some of those are in asia and some of those are in europe and some of them existed before and came back but um at least for today hopefully you know a little bit more about slovakia and and slovenia Mm. uh Stephen, you mentioned that the weather in Rochester in May is a, a bit of a gamble. So according to Wikipedia, the average high in Rochester in May is 68. So hmm, um, wow. okay. we'll see. Weather for the PGA Championship in May, Oak Hill promises to to maybe be okay. But, um, All right. but we'll see. I was unclear as to whether or not former PGA champion Winners are exempt for life. Yes, they are. Mm. I couldn't find Elkington playing in any recent ones, but I guess uh, Daly mm-hmm. and and I thought Jimmy Walker, because obviously we saw Jimmy Walker win at Baltus Royal in uh, 2016. I thought he'd be there, but apparently after he won in 2016, he got a case of Lyme disease. And so oh, he's yep. been, I guess, mostly out. Man. Um, since then, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah he, did, he didn't. Wife. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, mm. He didn't play last year. So, uh, Stephen, you mentioned that Garland was a dump or had a dump. I, oh, I can't remember, man. but of course, oh. Carrollton. 
Carrollton has Carrollton a dump. does. We do have a dump. Did you did you all ever take a field trip to a dump? I'm pretty sure my nephew who goes to school here said they took a field oh. trip to a dump. No. You know that Why? no. I can't remember. It kind of feels like we did, but I I, oh, I don't know. I think I've been to a dump. I don't think we took a field trip <laughs> oh my there. Gosh. Well, if yeah, if you've been okay. Oh. Um Stephen, I asked you about the, the meaning of Plano, which you didn't know, but then you went Just on simple. to spell it as P L A N E dash O. I, I would have thought you meant P L A I N. Dash uh, but because Plano actually means flat, so uh, I don't know if it's flat there, but uh, uh, tall concrete towers. I mean, a lot of buildings, but flatter than that. Yep. Mark, you mentioned that at McDonald's, you would like to go for the dehydrated onions, mm-hmm. which apparently once they put them on the burger, they're actually rehydrated. Rehydrated, so, correct? Yes, mm, yes, yeah. That's so. How do you do? You ask for the dehydrated or the rehydrated? <laughs> Well, the rehydrated. Got it. Okay. Just want to make sure if I ever in the next 15 you can get years those things, get through there, I get don't sprinkle, plan on You can sprinkle them on. You could sprinkle it on like a seasoning. It's nice. Okay. So I would say I would like a, uh, a double – two patties with rehydrated onions. Got it. Bingo. I'll make it rain. Uh, and then lastly – Stephen, you mentioned that you were going to burn your Nottingham jersey, but you, of course, don't have one. So, no. still don't have one. Still counts. Schmuck. <laughs> Sheesh. Let's go ahead and round out the first episode of the year with local knowledge. Start with the old man. What do you got thoughts for the week? First, I, I'm I'm proud to start the year off pretty clean in the Department of Corrections. So let's just huge shout out for me, my 2022 self, for finishing strong. Um, but yeah, uh, local knowledge. I think uh, Mike and I have shared this amongst ourselves and Stephen as well. But uh, really working this year to, on uh, just balance in general. I encourage everybody to have find balance. You know, uh, we 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 love our jobs. Don't get me wrong, and clearly that provides for us and our families. But uh, balance, balance is I think important for 2023. Um, keep things in perspective. Um, don't over-index on on one thing or another. Clearly, you, you, you got to work, or many of us do. And clearly, you got family. Many of us do. And uh, remember the important things, you know, in life. And I think that's that's critical. I know I, I you know, 2022 me says cherish your loved ones. I still think that's important. But uh, cherish lots of things, right, and be balanced. Um, I, I think that's important for 2023. Last year got uh, pretty intense at times with stuff and uh, work and what have you, but, uh, I'm looking forward to a, a good balance 2023. Um, that's the first. And then, uh, Mike, I think, uh, starting the year off with a high there, uh, your, your wedding, that was a blast. Uh, you set, you set a tough standard for the rest of 2023 to meet. So, uh, I do wish you and Mary all the best and I really appreciate getting to celebrate with you guys. So that, that's the local knowledge. And then uh, just a reminder on this paradigm. So those folks here in Houston, they're listening pretty cool cause there. If you're, you want to sip on a few cold ones, they, they donate money there to uh, first responders and our military friends. And uh, so I, I, I appreciate that paradigm out of Tomball, Texas. That's me, local knowledge. All right, Stephen. Yeah, for local knowledge, just kind of a look back to the holidays. Um, 
you know, Christmas time, I think we all agree is, is one of the best getting one, of course, time off from, from work and other activities, but really to be around friends and family. So enjoyed being back home uh, with parents for a little over a week. So enjoyed time with them, getting to see friends, uh, you know, y'all included and being at Mike's wedding was, was, uh so much fun so like mark said i mean really started off ended 2022 awesome mm -hmm. started off in a in a great way in a tired way technically i mean i was i mean woke up very tired on the first mike so maybe uh but still start off in a fantastic way uh but yeah again it just kind of you know makes you remember you know always you know take the time spend it with friends and family and and uh very lucky to have have good ones at that yeah, no, I appreciate that, and I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I, um, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying sort of the the relief of not having the to plan for the wedding, um, or just you know some of the <laughs> anticipation or anxiety of the day. So, um, yeah, this year has so far been been stress free, uh, for sure. I so I did get a chance to get a new uh, a new iPhone, Stephen. I wanted to ask you, is there anything maybe that I don't know about the dynamic Island, um, that I, that I need to need to give a try or is it just, it's just kind of fancy stuff going on at the, the top of the screen. <laughs> oh, I have no clue. I have the 13 pro. So oh, I, I don't have the Island. I thought you I'm had still, it. No, I'm still on the peninsula. I still have the notch. Yeah. I, I still have the notch on mine too, folks. So. All right, Old you still have the static yeah. peninsula. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep working on and let you. Yeah, let, let you, you know. let us know. Yeah. No, but it's it's going to be a great year. I'm a little bit sad though to have to move uh, move from the area because some big announcements. So my actually my birthday's coming up here towards the end of the month. So I'm going to head mm -hmm. over to uh, Portillo's, which has opened. In the colony, I'm not really sure where the colony is, but apparently they're they're opening one this week. Up 121, uh, right yeah. by uh, it's right in front of Shields is where yeah. that Portillo's ah, is. The big Ferris right. wheel. Give okay. it all a try. Give it all a try, Mike, while you're up there. So I'm gonna head over there uh, for my birthday. Looking forward to that. Probably get a combo sandwich, uh, Italian beef and oh, uh, sausage. It's gonna be amazing. Jeez. And so then. Jealous. Apparently, in uh, four years' time, uh, there's going to be Universal Studios that opens in Frisco. <laughs> so that's uh, mm -hmm. it's it's going to be about a quarter size, apparently, the one in Orlando. But uh, yeah, there's lots of lots of stuff going on. This area mm -hmm. is just crazy. You got HEBs now. You got that PGA headquarters mm -hmm. or whatever that's up there. So just uh, just getting everything up here. So. Um, I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do the most I can. Uh, probably try and take in another Stars game, taking a Mavs game. Um, who knows whatever else locally? But uh, yeah, looking forward to running out the year, but also looking forward to uh, to getting back to Houston. So um, yeah, lots oh, yeah. of lots of exciting stuff going on this year. Probably something probably something big for for Steven. Um, Mark's taking his uh, lunch to work and mm -hmm. uh, have, have that creative oh, yeah. meeting. See if, <laughs> see if we can turn on the Jets this year. Oh. All right, that's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks, everyone, for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Take care.